720 WGN. One of my favorite guests is Peter Greenberg. He is the expert when it comes to travel. You should check out his website, petergreenberg.com. Follow him on social media channels. And where in the world are you today, Peter? Today I'm in Bozeman, Montana. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, Why Bozeman? It seems like everyone wants to go to Whitefish and several other areas of Montana. Well, Bozeman's a happening place culturally. It's a happening place in terms of a food experience and, of course, the great outdoors. But I'm here doing a, a story for, for my television show on PBS on a hotel with a past, uh, an old federal armory dating back to World War II that they kept alive even after it closed back in 2003, and they've turned it into a remarkable hotel with a past. So we're just doing a quick story about this, this very cool hotel. Wonderful. Okay, American Airlines says they're going to charge 45 bucks for the first bag, 40 bucks for the second bag. That makes it an industry high. Is it true that I don't know whether it was American that made a billion or overall airlines operating in America made a billion dollars on bag fees last year? Oh, they did more than that. The airlines make more money on their ancillary fees, including bag fees, than they actually make operating as airlines. They make more money on their frequent flyer programs than they make operating as airlines. And the reason for that is the word fee. Airline tickets are charged at a very, or taxed at a very high federal excise tax rate. So that for a $100 ticket, the airline may net only about $42 or $45. But if they charge you a fee, like a $50 fee for a bag, well, that only gets taxed at a state sales tax, and they're netting $43 out of that. So... It's in their best interest, not necessarily ours, for them to make money on fees as opposed to tickets. Yeah, and it's so frustrating because we're all searching for that budget flight, and we're like, "Oh, look at that price!" And when you don't factor in that you're going to be paying almost a hundred bucks in bag fees, you realize well, that you're not getting the deal you thought you were. Well, how about this, Lisa? Why do you think Frontier Airlines offers tickets at twenty dollars? Because they, they they don't want they're they're happy to have that ticket taxed high. But then they're going to charge you $100 to breathe, and they net $93 out of that. So that's the, the little game the accountants play as a tax dodge. So no end to this. It's only going to increase. I'm afraid it is, and, and you can wait for other airlines to quickly follow suit, with the possible exception of Southwest, because they branded their entire airline as not charging you for check bags. Peter, we've seen a couple crazy things happen. Today there was a flight where it has been reported there was a sign in the bathroom that was a bomb threat. They had to do an emergency landing. You know, it doesn't look like anything happened, but of course it disrupts everything and everyone's schedule. And then we had some Yahoo that tried to open the emergency exit and people duct taped him to the seat. Um, (laughs) Is that the best we can do? Well, it's standard equipment now on every airline in the U.S., but the flight attendants have with them the zip-tie handcuffs. And so if they weren't going to duct tape him, take him here, they're, going to, they're going to zip-tie him to the, to the seat stanchion on the floor. That's what we're getting down to now. The, the flight attendants have become sky cops uh, because people are acting out in the weirdest ways. This is nothing new, Lisa. This has been going on since before the pandemic. It got crazy during the pandemic. A lot of people just refusing to wear their masks and fights would break out. But the bottom line problem here is either people are not on their meds or they are on their meds or they're completely inebriated by the time they even go down the jetway before they board the plane. 
And so the problems happen in that aluminum cylinder at 35,000 feet. This time, the, the passengers actually jumped in and helped the flight attendant hold this passenger down. One of those people that was involved in the duct taping is going to join us in about 15 minutes. But I really want there to be some law in effect that these people are banned from future flights and that they hold them to it, regardless of whether it's a mental health condition or whatever it might be, because they're putting everyone in danger. You are right. And you said the word banned. Interesting choice of words there, because during the pandemic, a lot of people were banned from airlines for life. Well, apparently that didn't last very long, because as we emerged from the pandemic, one by one, and with exceedingly few exceptions, the airlines invited them back if they promised to behave. This is stupid. You know, when you, when you, when you cause that kind of a disruption and a flight diversion that is costing the airline huge amounts of money and basically interrupts the flights of not only the passengers but the crew, and not to mention the plane gets out of sequence, there are consequences for that. And we need to see those consequences enforced. What about sex abuse on cruise ships? That's been a topic in the headlines this week after those two women who were on a cruise and said they went to the island where the cruise ship stops and they were um, raped by one of the employees there. What's happening? Well, you know, it gets into areas of liability and chain of custody. You know, the, the, the case that we're talking about in the Bahamas, the two women who were allegedly raped are claiming that Carnival should have informed them that the U.S. State Department had issued a State Department advisory for the Bahamas. Well, let's be honest here. If I get on a plane today, whether it's United American or Delta, and they fly me overseas where there's a level two or three warning, they don't tell me there's a warning. Their job is to fly me from point A to B. And in the case of this cruise line, my understanding is that these women did not go on a carnival-sanctioned shore excursion. Mm -hmm. They left the ship on their own. And, And so did many, many other passengers. So at the end of the day, the area of liability happens is if you knowingly transport somebody into a danger zone and you don't tell them. I don't think that was the case here. I did see that cruise ship sex assault complaints almost doubled in five years. It is something they're talking about and addressing, maybe not publicly, but certainly among uh, the people involved in that industry, I would imagine. You are right. But here's the interesting part about that. Crime of any kind on a cruise ship. The question is, where is it reported? When is it reported? And under whose jurisdiction then does the investigation occur? I'll give you an example. Let's say there's a sexual assault on a cruise ship at sea. And the very first port of call is where they actually report the crime. Well, then it becomes under the jurisdiction, let's say, of the Miami Police Department, when in fact it wasn't a Miami crime. And the last time I saw, there's not a show on television called CSI Cruise Ship. So where is the forensic work? Where's the evidence gathering? You know, you have some cruise ships out there that if you add the number of passengers to crew, you're at over 10,000 people. Where's the sheriff? And so we're at a point right now where we have to deal with that. Okay, we've just got less than a minute left. Some spring break travel deals that you might still be able to take advantage of. you have any suggestions? Yeah, spring break, the most overrated holiday of the year other than New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> Look, if you really want to do a spring break, follow the power of the U.S. dollar and go down to South America, go down to South Africa, go to Japan, go to Turkey, where the U.S. dollar is king. You won't be standing in anybody's line. You'll be able to afford it. You'll have a great time. Thank you so much for joining us, Peter.
You got it, Lisa. Peter Greenberg, the host of Eye on Travel. You'll hear him on WGN Radio this weekend, and you can always read what he posts at petergreenberg.com. Steve's News is next on... Oh, and let me just say, the guy that was involved in duct-taping another passenger to a seat, he is going to join us next. That's after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN. 